My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the Six Figure Podcast Rebels. Britt here. We have another great interview ahead of us today. The guest I'm bringing on is has after almost a decade in the carpentry business and owner of Conrad Construction, Chris Long, the founder and CEO of Longyard Storage from Ottawa, Ontario, is now has now immigrated to the States to pursue the international build-out of this company. This guy's got amazing things going on. He's also about to launch his own podcast called Long Yards Podcast. So thanks for jumping on, Chris. You're doing amazing. I love that we can get you on an interview today. Um, but before we really get started, do you mind just telling us a little bit more about your story and how to, how you got to where you are today? Because I think you're doing amazing things and I, I want you to share it with the people listening. Yeah, thanks, Brittany, for the intro and uh, excited to be here and excited to chat. So, yeah, basically, I mean, I was a carpenter, started off in the trades, and I was always a hustler at 12 years old, selling chocolate bars, you know, never had nothing. <laughs> I was like, you know what, I'm going to go there out there and make it work. And I always wanted to build something bigger. So I started off in construction. It's funny, I always loved real estate, but loving real estate, I quickly learned that the construction is is hard to scale because never one, one job is never the same and you need so right. many different skills of expertise. So I started off in construction. I uh, got my ticket as a carpenter, went into real estate, loved real estate, and you know, bought my first two houses, turned them into duplexes myself, bootstrapped them, got them going, and you know, gone to the bigger, you know, we had 10 employees, we had two managers, we were scaling, and then I did a large commercial job and I got hit pretty hard. You know, I didn't get paid. It was enough to make it painful. So I right. took a step back, you know, from 10 employees to two, and then I started up back up myself again, put the tool belt on, started up again. I was making more money with two employees than they with eight because I learned so much, but I still, so I, you know, so I had this commercial property near my house and I was pivoting. I knew I wanted to do something different. I didn't know how I was going to do it. And then I figured, you know what? It's funny. Like every time I go home, I had all these tools and equipment and trailers everywhere. And I'm like, you know, like my house is just a mess. It looks like a bombshell and there's really <laughs> no place for a, a contractor to call home. So the light bulb just went off. I had this commercial property near my house. I had all this equipment. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go all in on this idea, on this concept of building a yard for myself. I'm like, I figured if someone else needs it, if I need it, someone else needs it. And very simple. You know, I'm a very simple person in most cases. I'm like, if that's, if it's going to work for me, it's going to work for somebody else. So sure enough. Um, and no one was going to get behind me. Like I was talking to investors. I'm like, come on, come fund me guys. Like I got this great idea. And they're like, what you want to do? What? I'm like, okay, it's a, it's a, outside storage with a fence around it and it was like can't figure it out i'm like so no one would get behind me i'm like oh you know what i had to sell oh my gosh so simple right i had to sell both my houses and just to get it started and i literally was doing fencing myself on the weekends i was painting the place up i could barely afford to get it going because i was bootstrapping i was just coming out of a bit of a loss but i was motivated and determined to get this going so i did it you know we got it going and i couldn't even afford to put the front gates on of my first tenants i had to pre-sell them and get them to pay for a year up front just to finish building out their their facility, you know, their yard. And it was just putting gates on, as simple as thing. But sure enough, I cut the ribbon October 1st, and we're about to hit our third year anniversary, October 1st. And we released up in six weeks. And then I knew at that point, I'm like, oh my God, this works. I'm on to something. And then the next year we built up 
uh, phase two, built a phase three, and now it's leased up. And then, and then it was like, oh my God, the second light bulb went off. It's like, okay, this works. Now, how big can this really get? And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go where the heat is. <laughs> so I'm going to Florida. Right. And pretty much and I took the next leap of faith. You know, after I sold my first house, my duplexes to get in my small residential portfolio, uh, you know, my wife and I, we sold our personal house and I'm like, we're just going all in. That's what we did. So now right. we're in Florida and we're building out internationally. And, you know, we're, we're just looking to grow. We built into a franchise because I figured if this worked for me, it's going to work for others. And just excited to, you know, dive into the details and see where this goes. Absolutely incredible. I love what you're doing, Chris. And I love that, you know, you took that leap of faith. You didn't let the, the fear or the, the like hold you back or any of the people that were like, oh, are you sure this is going to work? Like, this is just incredible. And um, yeah, so I really wanted you to share your story because it's a, uh, takes a lot of courage to do something like that and you're just rocking it. So amazing. So we all know that within building a six-figure business or higher, there's a lot of the wins and, but there's a lot of challenges as well. What would been, what was the toughest challenge throughout this whole journey? Mm, would you, or, yeah. or some of the toughest challenges we can mention? There was a, there was a lot of challenges. Like, you know, I can go back to when I was like 14, you know, like, I don't know, like because it starts with the construction business and as an apprentice, right. Like I had to work a full week just to buy a single tool, right? And I, I had a daughter young at 20. So being able to, you know, run my construction business or start off as a carpenter and work those 40, 50 hours a week to going on pricing jobs in the evenings and working on the weekends, just, you know, I do a weekend job to buy one tool. And that's how it started. Right. So it was almost six months to a year just to buy tools to start being efficient at jobs. So like the, the challenges, like there's so many different layers of challenges on so many different, <laughs> I don't even know where to Levels. begin. You know, but it, it, at the end of the day, it's like the perseverance and determination. I think your your why has to be greater than your how. So when you figure out why you want to do it and you have that, you know, some people call it a fire. Some people call it a hole that needs to be filled. I don't know which one I have, but, you know, I'm working on both of them. So, I mean, you just got to have the perseverance and drive to overcome it. And that's where it started. It's start one tool at a time, one job at a time. And no matter what hiccups you're going to, whether it's a, a, you know, discouraging client or someone not paying you or an employee not showing up or the million reasons you have to have more reasons to, to get through it. So, I mean, you know, I don't know if you want to dive into details, but there's so many I can dive into different, whether it's a relationship I've gone mm -hmm. through, you know, almost a complete divorce and I gone through the bankruptcy. I've gone through like immigrating. I've gone through like almost every pain that you can name. <laughs> like right. I've gone through it. So, you know, but it's, it's and just you made it through it. I made it through it. And, and I, I still don't expect the road to be easy. Like I'm, I know the road's going to be hard in front of me, but I, you know, the why, like I said, is greater than the how, and I'll get through any obstacle I feel like is in front of me. So, yeah, I think it's just like when you fall, you fall forward and you get up, you get up quick and take some time to digest after you fell. It's like, okay, why did I get my butt kicked? So you don't get bruised. So, you know, easy the second time, but I think that's it. It's just a matter of perseverance. Right. And, and that's the difference. Right, like it's, success yeah. and failures. The people that are willing to, to face the failure, that's the only difference. How many times are you willing yeah, to fail? Like you said, fail forward, learn yeah. from it, grow from it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So, awesome. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about, I know we were chatting before we jumped on the interview, but a little bit about um, why you're starting your podcast. What intentional actions did you take to go about starting it? And um, yeah, let's talk about that again. Yeah, I'm mean, really excited to launch the podcast. So my thought process was we're re-educating our clients for long years and we're re-educating anyone that wants to get behind us to help really scale this because you know, like I said, getting it started with the funding, people are like, what are you doing? Contractor yards? And, and then once it started getting momentum, then it's like, aha, the light bulb went off. So it's the same yeah. thing when I bring clients in, 
it's almost that exact moment all the time. They're like, oh my God, how come this doesn't exist? And I'm like, I know, <laughs> we need to let the world know. So, you know, with, with the podcast, it's like, my thought process, let's get some of these small businesses on here. Let's let them talk about their journey, you know, what difference they're making in the community, why they started, let them share their story and then promote it to the area. That's what we want to do because we encourage, we want to support the small businesses in the Long Yards community. So that, right. you know, and then it just kind of goes off to other areas. Like, you know, we have, um, franchisees that want to talk about their journey and why they want to escape the corporate world and how they feel like this is, uh, you know, an area for them. You know, there's all so many different things to talk about. It's like, you know, our business doesn't impact, is not impacted by supply lines. We don't have labor issues. So there's a lot of reasons why people are like, oh my God, this is a great space and we're quick. You know, a lot of people love real estate, but there's a lot of hurdles going through almost all these different weeds and layers where us, we're we're, we're built to, you know, on speed. So the podcast is just, you know, let's, let's get people out there, talk about our journey and, and just, you know, see what happens basically. Love it. I think it's going to be really beneficial to your business and other people's as well, you know, getting, getting the word out there and um, talking about your journey, sharing your whys. Um, podcasts are huge, like honestly, and they'll bring, and I believe that they can bring you a lot of business and um, yeah, that's amazing. I'm really happy that you're, you're going to be starting one and so soon, which is exciting. Um, so Based on like people you're going to bring on for your podcast, are you are you going to be doing more solo interview uh, solos, or are you doing interviews with people all the time? Which or are you doing a little bit of both? Well, I was going to do some solos just because I've learned so much uh, being a small yeah. business owner that I want to give back on the value of that. Like I always right. hear in the industry, like how do you price jobs and understanding your margin and your churn and all these different formulas. And just because of my skill set and expertise that I've gone through this, I want to provide that value back. And the more value I can give these small businesses, I think the more they'll see success and the more I'll see success. So I think it's going to be a hybrid. And, you know, I'm excited to actually talk about some of the things because I have I've have all this consulting and coaching that I've paid for over the years that give me so much value that I just want to be a fountain to the world and be like, Here, what, here's what I've learned. This is how it can help. So there's that. You and then, will be a fountain yeah. to the world. I can already see it. <laughs> this is going to be great. Yeah, yeah, so I'm super pumped. And then, you know, just the interviewing, like, as an example, I was saying with our welder and getting him on, like, what are you working on, you know, and what uh, what kind of projects got going? Why did you start? And let him tell his story and then help help him get business and then, you know, provide value to the marketplace. And that's what we're all about, right? We're, our, our why, our mission is just to support small businesses and help each other grow. Right, absolutely. And so, um, so you're bringing on your welder. Now, when the next people that you're going to be interviewing, how are you going to, like, do you have, what does your client acquisition look like? <clears throat> so on the, on these, on the actual facility side? Sorry, I should, I word that wrong. With the interviews, how are, how are you going to go about getting other people in the interviews? Are you going to be attracting your dream customers or just people, you know, like, I know you said you're going to bring on your welder, but is there anyone else that you want to go about getting? And, um, who are your dream people to interview like that? That's my question, yeah, I guess. That's a good question. I mean, I don't know. We have a lot of just organic and natural growth. So my first list of clients is going to our first list of guests is going to the actual clients in the facility and just ask. And, and we have a good like there's, you know, we have over 60 clients just right there. So I have a good list I can do just from there. And then we have investors that are joining on. We have partners that are, are working with long yards. I'd love to interview them get them, you know, to talk about their why and their experience and how they provide value to the long years team and what their, their vision is to build this out internationally. And, um, 
I mean, I'm a little crazy. I spent 25 grand to have dinner with Grant Cardone just to chat with him. And that was a game changer. So, you know, if I can get people, if I can get these big people on the podcast and just to help, I would, I'd love to do that. So I, you know, I'm not afraid to, to ask or to hear no and just to have fun with it. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I just love your drive and motivation. It's incredible. <laughs> we need so we need more people like this in the world. I swear. It's, it's so exciting to see that. And, yeah. um, yeah think, so go ahead yeah especially during like covid you know like if it's one thing that um the last few years like everyone's been so fear driven and i don't know if that's the best way to say it but it's like we need people to like stand up and it's like you know what man like if you have goals and dreams like go for it follow it don't let you know nothing slow you down i think there needs to be a balance in the marketplace and in the world of people just really pursue their goals and their dreams and you know, too many too many dreams die hard and it's just sad to see so yeah i'm, I'm pumped to like you know just I'm not stopping and I, I wish I can build motivation and inspire others to, to go for it. You know, I love it. It's, it's exciting to hear all this and you're going to do fantastic things. So once you start your podcast, how are you going to go about monetizing it? Have you thought about that yet or anything? I'm just curious. I, it's one of the questions I always ask on my interviews. Yeah, yeah, I love it. We're on a learning curve. So like we're doing so many yeah. different things that we've never done before that I don't have all the answers, but I know there's one step in front of me and I'm taking that step. And that's the exact same thing. That's with the podcast, with our blogging, with so many things we're doing. So even the franchise, I'm like, I never built a franchise. So let's go. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I'm not that far along, but I, you know, I got this philosophy is done. It's better than perfect. And let's just keep marching. Yeah. And that's where I'm going. So we got a good name. I think we have a good, um, you know, mission. We, we have great guests. And monetizing it, you know, I'm not really sure. We have our email marketing campaigns. We just started. Um, we have blogs we're going to be sending out. Um, you know, Perfect. we have we have momentum now in the marketplace of just people reaching out, wanting to chat. So I feel like, you know, we, we just have a lot of different directions we're pushing forward. And it's just, it's all going to help with the, the the organic growth. So right now, folks, one step at a time. Yeah. And, and just one step, exactly. One step at a time. And I'm just excited to, to chat with people, to be honest. I, I love what I'm doing. And I want to get people to, uh, have their voice heard. So I'm just excited to make that happen. Incredible. So what is your biggest focus and desire this year? That can be with the podcast. That can be with your business. I know we kind of touched on, you know, where you're going or where you plan on going, but what is your ultimate focus and desire for this year? Well, with the podcast and with the business. Yeah. Like our, our North star with the business is to get as many yards and new clients as possible. So, you know, we have many broken down goals to get there, whether it's corporate locations or, or franchisees having their own locations. So that's our North Star, just getting as many yards as possible. And that breaks down to whether it's Canada or the States, what markets. I mean, we are focused on like the Southern markets. It's funny, my, one of my biggest expenses is snow. So if I can stay away from snow, <laughs> I'm happy. I'm really just- Yeah, exactly, right? So for my business, if I don't have snow removal, then hey, life is good. So that, you know, that's, that's our North star for the business. And, and okay. I think anything I could do to help monetize that, that's, you know, that's what, that's what direction we're going in. Amazing. Well, I'm really excited for you because I, you're a go-getter and I already can see Like, I want to get you back on here in a year and just hear about that journey, you know? Yeah. I'm because pumped. you're going to yeah. have a lot of things happen this year and I'm excited to hear about them. And um, yeah. Based on where you are today, if you were to say double or trip, triple your revenue and profit in one year, what would you do differently? Or what are what are some of the changes that you would have to make? And what are some of the new challenges that might come up? I guess you're already focused on 
you know, growing yeah. a lot like that anyways, but what would some of the challenge, new challenges be? Yeah, it's really great. So uh, part of the business development journey is we're learning that, you know, the different, the business has different breakouts at certain, you know, financial capacities. And one of the things I'm learning is the human capital that you're going to need for those breakouts. And we've already started preemptively building out the resumes and who we need when we need them. So it's like, I know when we break out at X amount of locations and X amount of corporate locations, we need these people with an X amount of salary and the financial projections. So we have it pretty granular, uh, what we know, uh, at what point, who who we need to get there. And we're, we're probably ahead by, I'd say, two breakouts. And I say that, you know, you could write any business plan you want and then rip it in half. And just because right. in most cases, everything you plan doesn't you plan the, you know, work out the exact way you want it to, but, you know, you need to plan to fail or you're going to, you know, you, you see, so you do need to build those projections as best you can. So, I mean, that's what we're working on. And I, I, with any business, you just need great people around you. And so that's what we've been working on because our first location, it just crushed it. I mean, I bought it for 470,000. We put 700,000 into it and it was worth 3.6 million. So that one deal, the one deal changed my life. And now we just want to build as many of those things as possible. And the great thing about long years is that it doesn't, you know, as much as I'm focused on people, it doesn't need many people, which is like a, a great thing because I got one, my location in Canada, I've been there twice in the last 15 months. We have a manager and it's smooth sailing. I just check in on it, give them a call and it's great. And it's a little cash cow and there's so much equity there. So, I mean, we can really expand with a massive bandwidth of locations and, and the human capital is still very, very, you know, great. It's just, I'm very quality control focused, getting my butt kicked the first time you know, I, I grow with quality and control and, and in mind. So we want to make sure that our clients are always being well taken care of and we have great people around us. So I think that's the answer in the short term, just, you know, focusing on great people, great systems and going from there. Yeah. I love it. Awesome. I'm so excited for you. Like I keep saying, like, it's just incredible. Like that one deal made your whole life change almost, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not it, Because I didn't let fear stop me. Like I got crushed and I lost what I felt like was everything. And then I had 10 employees and I went back to myself and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to let that happen again. But the fear of losing it all didn't stop me. I'm like, I'm still going to take this risk. I'm still going to go for it. And I'm glad I did. And that one location changed my life. And now, like I said, I just want to do it again and again. It's a drug. It's my high. And so you're like, going to. Oh, I love this. I love this energy. It's, uh, people um, struggle with that fear of uh, loss or feel failure, right? So but that usually hold, that ha, that holds them back. You know, a lot of people are scared of the unknown, what might happen, but they don't think about all the things, the good things that like some people, a lot of people do think about the good things that could come out of it. But there are a lot of people that are so afraid of the unknown that they're not, they don't risk, um, they don't risk anything and they don't grow. Right. So I think not like for you to not let that fear hold you back, like has made a world of difference. And I, I, I really wanted to share your story today because I think a lot of people listening um, need to hear that. Right. So there's so many, there's so many, there's so many fears, whether or not like you're working a job that you don't like, or even in a relationship that you're not happy with. Mm -hmm. Like, so these are some of these poisons that are just like, you know, burning your soul. And like, I had to go through that too. I was in like a long-term relationship and there wasn't support on the entrepreneurial side and I had to break it. You know, I had midnight move. I'm like, I'm getting out of here. And it, and it was like, wow, you really don't know um, the joy and freedom you're denying yourself until you take the leap, you know? And, and that's really, it's tough that you have to just go through that in order to experience it and go behind you and say, wow, I can't believe I was in that position, but you don't know until you take that leap. And 
And it's sad that so many people are just afraid to take that leap. So like anything I could do to encourage or support anyone, I'm happy to do that. Cause like, you know, I've, I've never let fear hold me back on taking leaps. And I feel like that's why I'm where I am today. And so, and it you know, it, it's gotta be calculated risks. Like you can't be complete crazy, but you know, you, you have to, you gotta see, you gotta be optimistic and, and, and still move forward. Like you gotta yeah. chase those dreams and never give up right. and the consistency too. Right. Um, yeah. So like a lot of, like I, you're hundred percent correct. Like, I don't know. You just, everything <laughs> I was about to say, you already said it. So it's great. Yeah. And the consistency, <laughs> is, I, I, if I could touch on that, because it's more like what you're not doing that makes you successful. Right. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I'm laser focused on contractor guards. I have opportunities of people like, Hey, let's do this. Let's do that. It's like, no, no, you got to say no more than you got to say, you gotta say no a lot and stay focused on your goals. Like that's one thing. If you're going to pursue your, your goals and your dreams, like, you know, stay focused, build your goals, your task list, and get crunching, be persistent every day. And then, you know, you got to go into it knowing it's not going to be an easy journey and you got to just crunch at it every single day. And that's it, you know? Yeah. And the people who come through, the ones who are consistent, like you said, um, they do, you have to learn to say no to certain things, you know, focus on those dreams, chase those goals. Otherwise they're just dreams, right? They're not, (laughs) and they don't go anywhere. If you're not consistent, if you're not, you know, laser focused, like you said, and that's why you are where you are today, because you had that dream and you made the goal and you took the, you know, you built a roadmap to success. Basically you did because it it was a learning, learning curve and it was, you know, you failed forward. Um, But yeah, you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. And if you're, if you're serious about it, you can make anything happen. Yeah, I love it. I just love the conversation. It's like, I, it's funny. I saw a Facebook post. It's like the cheesiest thing, but there's like two lineups. One of them is packed and the other one, there's no one there. It's like everyone wanting the dream. Everyone willing to do the work to have the dream. Don't, the people it, wait, the people who are willing to put in that work is like it's, hardly anyone, right? <laughs> it's so simple. Put in the work, do the basics, wake up, you know, go at it every day. And like, it's, oh my, it's, I don't know. Like, it's like, people are like, oh my God, how does he do it? It's like, I just go to work. <laughs> like yeah. I ain't a rocket scientist. I'm a carpenter. You know, I just like building a house. You got to wake up and you got to slap every two by four and you got to get going. It's like, you it's, you know, building your business is the exact same thing. It's one brick at a time. You just got to show up. You got to put each brick down one at a time. Show up and do the work. I love it. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you again, Chris, for coming on today. It was an absolute pleasure to have you on. I was really looking forward to this interview. I'm so happy that you were able to make it. And if anyone's looking to connect with you, what would be the best way to go about reaching reaching out to you? Yeah, so I put my phone number on every podcast, 941-278-1995. You can check us out at longyards.com or my email is clong at longyards.com. Awesome. Thank you again so much, Chris. Uh, Chris and um looking forward to hearing the rest of your journey for throughout the next year and years to come. And I'm going to get you back on. (laughs) Yeah. Circle back. Appreciate it. Thanks, Brittany. Yeah, no problem. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like, and subscribe. If you're a six figure or higher entrepreneur and looking to come on the podcast for an interview, just like Chris did, please go to podcastrebels.com. We'd love to interview you as well. Thanks everybody. Thanks, Chris. Catch you on the next episode. Bye guys. Bye. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. 
Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.